Welcome and thank you so much for tuning in today's anti-diet show, part of the Farah Karamburi podcast. A podcast on a mission to equip busy professional women to lose weight permanently by creating healthier habits. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner, an author and founder of Deep Body Health, a leading nutrition coaching program designed to achieve results by fo- focusing on making simple habit changes. In each episode, I will bring you ideas on how to create these habits without going on short-term fat diets or taking weight loss pills or shakes to achieve your weight loss. So grab a cuppa or take me with you for a walk as I guide you through to achieving permanent weight loss results. Farah Karamburi. I'm your host, a deep health practitioner, keynote speaker, and the founder of Deep Body Health, the leading nutrition coaching program for busy professional women in order to achieve permanent weight loss without yo-yo dieting, without giving up on their favorite foods, and even doing over-the-top exercises. So today's topic, I want to talk about how highly restrictive diets can actually affect your mental and emotional health. Really, it is exactly what it says on the title, to be honest, that you see the biology of the brain. And if let's take it back all the way to, you know, the olden days, any kind of restriction or any kind of your, your, your body will try and survive. So if you've gone onto a restrictive diet and you've told yourself, I'm going to eat 800 calories or 600 calories, whatever, whatever you've told yourself, which is much lower than you normally eat. Your body will hold on to what fat there is, firstly. So you may think, well, I'm eating so little, why can't I lose fat? That's because it's not sure when its next meal is coming from. So the body will hold on to the fat. It's very clever, the brain. Um, And your brain is telling your body that you are not having enough food and that sucks for you. It's telling you, stop there. But you're going against the grain. You know it because it's super hard, isn't it? It's so hard to follow that kind of deprived diet, especially when you fast. You can, you know when you do the fa- fasting. is good, by the way, every now and then. But when you do that fasting, you know how hard it actually is. You actually feel so different to you feel normally when you can eat. The result really is headaches, things like mood, anger, frustration, feeling of hunger creates hanger. So the anger and hungry hanger. We've talked about this. There was an experiment done years ago and it was called the Minnesota Starvation Experiment. It provided like extreme examples of this where they took some men and they told them they can only eat a certain amount of food. And what they saw when they were allowed to eat normal food, they saw that they actually binged so hard that some of them were being sick from purge, you know, from actually eating so much food now that they were allowed when the experiment was over. So dieting, and this is why there is, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the Good Morning program, Uh, there was a lady called, she calls herself the fat doctor, uh, and there was a guy, they were having a debate, so I kind of caught this a little bit off air, and I'm also part of coaching um, a page, Facebook page, where I have been trained, Precision Nutrition, and there was this debate going on on there as well regarding people associating uh, the diet industry and concentrating on just the concentrating on weight loss can can actually have a negative impact on people and the debate between the two doctors one's doctor I don't know what his title was uh, he was saying how can you promote obesity or the biggest reason the 
the biggest uh, killer of COVID is with people who are obese and the cancer. And there's other other evidence to show that. And um, But the fat doctor was saying no, because when you keep telling people to lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, they actually don't lose the weight. They, put it, they do lose it, but then they put, put it back on. And there is some kind of truth to this, really. So when the word starvation or diet or restriction or you can't have that, you need to put that away, comes in play. What actually tends to happen, you have an increased feeling of depression, anxiety. So if you're somebody who's anxious already and you have just been told to eat certain amount of food and not any more than that, uh, your anxiety will heighten. Your depression, your resentment will set in and also you will get irritated. (laughs) This is probably not obvious to you. You probably don't realize this is actually happening. But it's something that you need to kind of observe and look out for these behaviors and actions. The the more highly restrictive the approach. So going on any, there's going to, one thing you have to remember that there is going to be some kind of restriction when you're going on a diet. But if you do it in a way which is health style, lifestyle change, and you understand the reason why, there's more um, connection with your mind that you know why you're doing it versus... I'm going to follow this diet because that's what I've been told to do. And I'm going to cut out all of these things and lose my weight. And then when the diet's over, because there's always got an end period to diet, then I'm just going to eat everything that I want, whatever that program said not to. But if you have no restriction, but you know that there are some changes you need to make, perhaps you're having too much junk food and you know that's the culprit, for example, that's not a restriction. That's you understanding how much you can have of each day. And also you're concentrating on putting more nutrients into the body and water and then seeing if you still want the junk food. The idea is to not cut it all out. The idea is to balance your food so you can see how your cravings uh, are actually playing up. But uh, for example, we talked about, I think this is a couple of days ago, keto, for example. You know, if you take away from keto, you could only eat 50 grams of uh carbohydrates in total that's any fruit even the vegetables carbohydrates you have to really keep it low vegetables are all have a very low carbohydrate anyway so it kind of works for short period but you cut out all the bread you cut out all the pasta the rice the all starch based vegetables any cookies ice cream you can forget it you can you're gonna have to have a miserable life to go with that now what actually has happened what happens is you're so desperate for the weight loss you're like i can do this I can do this. But the process is horrible. It sucks. It sucks because everyone's having rice around you. Everyone's doing whatever they are doing around you. But even if they weren't doing anything around you and you're used to eating chapati, roti, bread, uh, I don't know, thousands of different carbohydrates, uh, and suddenly you've cut them all out. Well, of course, you're going to lose the weight, aren't you? Because your diet contains of two things, three things, healthy fat, vegetables, and protein. Of course, you're going to lose the weight. But in the in the process, you're you are anxious, you are deprived, you are thinking constantly about bread. Probably you are irritated, you're resenting stuff, your hormones are not balanced, and now you're not feeling great. And, and now you've forgotten the reason why you want to lose weight, because once you've got that number on scale, then what happens? What are you going to do now? Now you're scared of food. Now you're scared to eat because you think all that weight's going to back back on because you haven't learned how to balance your meals. And which is the most important thing here. You haven't learned how to manage your stress levels. Your your sleep is 
poor. You haven't concentrated on that. You just cut out all your carbohydrates. You, can you see that that diet, high restricted diet can affect your mental and your emotional health a hundred percent. So you might think, well, it's a bit of a downer. It doesn't mean that losing weight is impossible or a weight regain is inevitable. It just means you need to account for these challenges. You do need to understand when you are starting a new journey, there will be some kind of a restriction, but how much can you take? You're a highly anxious person to someone who doesn't have anxiety, for example, are going to have two different, different outcomes with this one particular uh, diet program, for example. So really understand that is this going to be something I can I can do for uh, for a long time? It says what also tends to happen, by the way, when people do this restrictive diets where your calories are really low, you lose muscle. That's that's not good. You're losing muscle because you're losing the body fat, obviously, as well. But you are also losing muscle, and muscle is so much harder to come back, so much harder to regain. So if you are starting this journey and you've got a, a substantial amount of weight to lose, as ten pounds, twenty pounds, thirty pounds. You need to have a program that incorporates understanding as you lose the weight, how do you build that muscle up? Because you're losing the muscle mass as well. And we don't want to lose the muscle mass. The muscles are responsible to burn more calories, right? So we want to keep them nice and strong. So what we need to do is introduce two to three days of resistance training, which is weight-based training. Can be body weight too, but mainly we need to lift the weights. That will preserve our muscle even though we're losing the body weight. So think about what is your activity look like right now? You know, if you are losing a lot of weight, you're going to lose the muscle mass. Perhaps walking could be the start if that's you starting from zero. But then could you incorporate a small amount of weightlifting so you can preserve your, um, your muscle mass? It's really important because how much of the lost fat is fat versus muscle? That really matters, by the way. And not many, no one who's doing a diet is going to tell you that. If, if, if you're, so my coaching program has both. I couldn't teach one without the other, quite frankly. I couldn't get my clients to come over, start losing weight, which to be honest, is not the hardest part. Okay, not as, it's not the hardest part because once you know what you need to eat and you start following the program I've given you, it's then how do you maintain the muscle mass, okay? And that comes into it when you've got your, um, your, you quite understand how to lift weights. Not, not everybody knows what to do. So you can put on your YouTube and you can follow that. However, you know, you may get injured. You are probably a beginner and you've gone on to maybe too high. Now you've just set yourself up for failure almost. So when you're starting a journey, it's a really good idea to get some kind of help so that you can be in the right place. You can get a good start. You can learn a few skills. It's about, it's, it's almost like taking an educative course an educative course there, you can learn about your food, learn about your sleep, learn how to manage your stress, practice those things while on being on a coaching program, and then understand how to move your body, figure out what's the right kind of movements for you. Not everybody's going to love lifting the weights, but they need the understanding that if I don't do this, perhaps I'm going to lose muscle. And to get muscle back, it's very, very hard, like I said, because muscles build very, very slowly. Are we talking about 0.5? of a pound in perhaps six weeks. That's the, the scale of the, the muscle. When you see uh, mainly men, 
some women as well try to put on muscle uh, in the gym they have to eat a lot of protein a lot of lot of protein they also have to uh, shift heavy heavy weights in order to hold those muscles and it takes them years to actually see the difference right it, it doesn't just happen overnight where weight loss can happen within a week it really can so think about three things i've got weight to lose right i've tried this before it worked but I'm back here again, seventh time. Uh, and why do I need to be different this time? So the restriction works because I lose the weight, but then I put it back on. So it's not working long term. So don't do that anymore. Pick something that's going to work. How about you look at your food, look at your nutrition, look at your sleep, look at how you're managing your stress. And also what kind of exercises are you doing? Now, complete HIIT training every single day, not a good idea either. Because again, that will help to lose the body fat, but is not going to help regain or even uh, preserve your muscle mass. So every day HIIT training, I would not, never recommend it. I don't do it. I don't recommend it to my clients. But perhaps one or two days will be a good idea to get your heart rate up. Um, walks in between are great. And then maybe two to three sessions of resistant training. When I say resistant training, that's resisting, i.e. holding the weight, taking it up and down, left and right. A process that you have to follow so look at your your diet perhaps even don't even use this word look at your health and think about your deep health think about how can I go from a to where I am at the moment and I've been here for many years now it's actually kind of boring sitting in this stuck position to a b place where I can feel I can see this is going to be a long-term change I can see the results, I feel much better within myself, feel more happier and I did this without feeling anxious, depressed, irritated uh, and it's a lot more sustainable, it's a lot more effective. It's not the sexiest approach, no, but it's ultimately more effective, it's more sustainable, it's more enjoyable. So three things I want you to think about when you're losing weight and you want to make it effective and you don't want it to affect your emotions and it's not going to be restrictive. Once the conversation you've had with yourself is you want to there's enough protein in your diet. Enough protein, okay. One or two portions are not enough. We're talking about at least three, that's a start. Take it up to four if you have a lot of weight to lose as well. Take it up to four because protein is going to help to preserve the muscle. Then you want some resistant training to keep that muscle going. And then you are um, getting onto a good path now where you've got a, a nice set out plan that's preserving your muscle mass and also um, helping you to lose weight and lose it slowly. Don't be in a rush to lose masses super quick. Uh, super quick weight only gets lost when you have taken away a lot of calories, basically. That's, that's it. Simple as that. If you are going to be busting your ass at the gym an hour and then you're going to be eating tiny tiny amount people do that I did that actually um, I did that and it, I look back at those photos I, I remember dropping to 40 45 to between 45 and 47 kg and that wasn't a pretty sight it was a gaunt sight I was depressed I didn't feel happy but I was thin I was super thin people used to say oh my god you have a body of 20 year old I was 35 then just around 35 something like that um, and, and that made me feel good momentarily but inside inside I was super unhappy I looked at food and I thought I better not eat this I don't need to eat this 
you know that's the bad relationship with food from uh, trying to diet from years and trying to have this perfect body now for the past four years I've never dieted I've ate everything that I wanted in moderation there's no restriction I have not put myself under restriction I'd rather go a couple of pounds heavier than put myself under restriction because when I do that whenever whenever I've kind of dipped into that I've realized that it's not for me restriction because I start thinking about that food even though I have an extremely busy lifestyle and I am in this coaching business and I am up to date with all the latest technology with the latest information that comes across this because I'm kind of looking out for it um, to help my my client to the best of my ability still you know if I was to go into a restriction and even tell myself okay I'm not going to have any I don't know say peanut butter anymore because I feel like I'm going through some jars um, but I know that I start I will not enjoy my breakfast that's seven lots of breakfast I'm not going to enjoy I don't want to do that what for what is that rather concentrate on maybe sticking to my treats which is on a Friday night and a little bit on Saturday night and maybe stop the Sunday night you know that probably is better than to make my breakfast uh, taste not as good but I can get used to it of course but then it's a restriction isn't it I don't want that I don't have any restriction at the moment that's a good place to be by the way a really good place to be so I've done the work okay I've done the work and I do every single day this is me, my lunch, my, my, my dinner, my, my exercise regime. And it's not heavy, by the way. A lot of people think I work out many, many hours. I do not. My maximum hours of workouts are four in a week. And that's all because I am training my clients. <laughs> and that's where it gets done. And also I record some sessions for my, my app so that my, my clients can do that in the, in the days off that we have. Um, so it's it's purely for that reason and I don't really have massive heavy weights nothing at all like that that should give you that confidence that you don't actually need that much you do not need that I would love to have more uh, steps for sure but it is what it is at the moment I am looking at the homeschooling trying to get my work done in between trying to help my clients trying to run a household make healthy dinners do the food shop clean the house everything needs to be done by us doesn't it so it kind of fits in fine. There's nothing, no need to change. If I was to give myself a diet now, I think I would I actually crash. I, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because I'm an anti-diet uh, advisor. So think about your protein levels. Think about your muscle mass preser preservation. Preserve them. And think about that. That's what worries me when people become vegan or vegetarian because they don't quite understand how to balance the you can still get protein sources for both vegan and vegetarian but you need that knowledge before just deciding I'm now going to become vegan and then start from that day and then you're not sure what to eat and you've got a book right but you don't quite understand what the balance of protein carbohydrates healthy fats are where are your energies where's it coming from if there's no meat product in it nothing wrong with the coming that it's just no what's on your plate so that you are going with it with open mind and that's why it's, the coaching thing is a bit like a course that you do that you understand it and then you can teach your kids your partner and it actually has an effect on your overall health all of my, most of my clients if they have a family the family also take advantage of the food in fact my one of my clients yesterday said was it yesterday in our accountability call on a Monday night she said my husband said this the foods that you're eating they're not like diet foods at all you know what is this you know and she said not on a diet and he said well, well you're in a coaching program and she said yes but 
I'm allowed to eat everything. He said, well, I really like what you're eating. So he wants to eat. And she never forced him. She was just literally using that as an, you know, she was just doing what she was doing. In fact, she was having a bagel with a turkey rash with an egg. I believe some wilted spinach in it. I think <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a book that I sent her for a birthday um, a recipe book and she's got it from in there and she said she absolutely loved it and they send me their food photos uh, my clients and with it the, the, what they have to write is they were satisfied or full and they always feel a lush dinner lush lunch you know I'm not providing recipes by the way I do not provide recipes in my coaching program I refuse to do that I don't know what you like to eat I will help you to make a menu of your own one that suits your budget, one that suits your taste bud, buds, one that suits your uh, your culture, how you were brought up. It really is important if you've eaten all your life to not give up on a curry. It's really important because it feels like you haven't sat, haven't had a satisfactory meal. Um, so I don't give recipes. However, I balance out the foods. I give my my advice on each of the foods that I see what they're having for a few weeks till we we know what the you know the the balance of the plate is um, and I give ideas but I don't give out food plans it's not part of my coaching program because what what's ha- what happens when the food plan's over and what happens if this food plan doesn't suit you and it's a cookie cutter program that I give out to all my clients absolutely not I wouldn't do that to myself and I certainly would not be doing that to my clients so I teach them the balance of protein carbs healthy fats and vegetables, I always encourage more vegetables. And some of the photos I've seen recently of my my new clients are literally putting a smile on my face. It's called the rainbow color vegetable. So all amazing. It's, it's great to see when people have not had vegetables in their lives to them switching over. And their concentration is on their food. How much, how much to have? How can they make it a bit more exciting? What can they add to this? What can they experiment? What can they take away? And then are they, fill, are they full? Are they satisfied? Can they keep this particular lifestyle for the rest of their lives? Chances are very much yes. Cool. So that was today's topic. So think about, look at your body or look at your diet with a lens of deep health, which includes discussing options and potential outcomes. They can, you can, you need to understand what the trade-offs are, right? Understand your trade-offs and have a clear idea what you really want to do. There is, there's going to have to be some trade-offs, aren't they? It depends on how much you want to trade. You want a six-pack? I told you about my story when I wanted... It, I didn't even want a six-pack. I don't even know why I did it. I think my husband was doing it, so I, I had it kind of... said, okay, I'll do it as well. You know, it's easier when two people are doing it. But the trade-off for a six-pack is 95% clean food. No cookies, cream, no ice cream, nothing. Yep, that's the trade-off. For somebody who wants to do 75% or 85 you can have a one or two days. You can have some kind of pudding in the week, uh, or on the in, in within a week. And then, if somebody is just happy to lose weight very very slowly, you can have two to three times a little something, and you can eat clean fifty percent. It just all depends on what you're willing to trade, what you have the capacity to trade as well. It just depends on what you want. No one here to judge. You decide. Once you've decided, you can then start that process. But remember your trade-offs. That's it. So I hope that's been helpful. Thinking about going on a diet, please do listen to this particular podcast. Pass it on to a friend of yours who's thinking about this. Have you taken, not saying don't do it. I say go ahead and do whatever you think is right. You will do it anyway. Be just mindful of what is, what is the cost of this diet. 
not money-wise, what is the cost of this diet to you? What are you losing? Losing muscle? Restriction? Getting angry? Getting irritated? Getting really upset, unhappy, anxious and depressed? Does it? Is it really worth it? Is there another way? Absolutely, there always is. Thank you so much for being with me this morning and I will catch you tomorrow with a brand new show. Actually, tomorrow we've got a guest again. We have two guests this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about self-sabotage. So we have a guest tomorrow and it's going to be at 11 tomorrow, guys. 11 o'clock live, so make a note of that so you can join me. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Anti-Diet Show. If you have some time, please leave me a review so I can help more busy professional women like you to create healthy habits in order to change lives. Thank you.